0: Hubhopper Originals. Welcome everyone to episode 9 of the unofficial VAR, a Hubhopper Original. You're listening to this podcast one week later. And did I say slow-mo, episode number 9, because it's a cracking game of football. We have so much to talk about. To you this uh, week, and Slomo, What do we have here for our viewers? Here's joining me my co-host, Slomo Samuel, who's quite excited because Arsenal have made a comeback against Reigns, and um, we've also got Cristiano Ronaldo show at Turin against Atlético Madrid, a brilliant hat trick yet again stepping up to the plate. We have the Lionel Messi show at New Camp, who scored two and assisted two in a 5-1 thrashing of the French side. Also, Schalke seven. Oh, sorry, City 7 and Chalka Nils Lomo will
1: be like, hey, uh, man,
0: hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so uh, we also have we uh, have to review both the Arsenal games, which were uh, uh, crucial to them. Arsenal versus Manchester United. Absolutely. Oh yes. oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did you just say so Arsenal let's United? Let's dive into the big <laughs> one. Oh, yes. Who... Uh, uh, Prasad, who's at the wheel? Oh, Una is at the wheel. Definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, that's Arsenal 2, United nil slow-mo. Season-defining week for Arsenal. And um, they made a comeback against Reigns last night. Let's talk about that first. And then let's go to Arsenal United. So, um, 3-1 down from the first leg in Reigns in France and then ruthless last night isn't yeah. it what a comeback from arsenal yeah also did you see that scoreline did you see us keeping a
1: clean sheet by the way um i was highly skeptical when i saw um mustafi on the team uh, <laughs> uh, sheet uh, but we i think on the unofficial way last week we predicted an arsenal win and uh, hopefully that that has come true oh yeah and um, as a comeback yeah, as a clean sheet that's a clean sheet so Arsenal, I think what I like about them, in the first 15 minutes, they press really, really hard. Absolutely. The high-pressing game is really, really good to see. It's a change from the solid passing of Arsenal Wenger. No disrespect. But here, they have the intensity and they want to get the ball back and score. And that's how Arsenal started the game. And they got the goal via a Ramsey assist. But in the crucial... Build up play was a uh, Maitland Niles. Absolutely. He gave the pass to Ramsey and uh, Ramsey's cut back to uh um, Obama. it it was a very, very poacher poacherist finish. Yeah.
0: Right place, right time, slots it in, gives us the lead in the fifth minute, fifth minute and yeah. then we we had a quick one-two intricate play where uh you know uh Kolasinac was off, but he wasn't interfering in yeah. the play. Yeah. And then Ramsey oh sorry, Obamayang kind of went there, pulled it back, and Ashley Maitland Niles made that run. Yeah. Uh, and he scored his first ever goal at the Emirates, first senior goal. So that's kind of a very, very big night for the lad, who's been stepping up yet again. And his, he was impressive in the 2-0 win over United as well. Imagine yeah. Mustafi being there. <laughs> uh, we would have had a few penalties for United.
1: We have to play but, also, I, I feel, a few times.
0: Oh my God, yeah. And um, he's been immense from his time when he's back from injury. Also, slow-mo, one more thing is that Ben Affa was quiet, <laughs> yeah. Niang was quiet, and Shar uh, was kept quiet last night, you know? Yeah. So quite a compact performance from Arsenal who went about doing their job so professionally. Yeah. I mean, you, you you said it. You They were ruthless in the first 15-20 minutes. Hmm. They kind of uh, didn't allow reigns in the game. They kept yeah. it very pragmatic. They did their job professionally. If you look at some key highlights of the game, Ramsey was good. Zaka was good. Montreal was good. Kolasinac was good. Maitland Niles was brilliant. Yang, although he missed a few sitters, was very good. And the Wakanda forever celebration. Yeah. <laughs> That's been long coming, isn't it?
1: Yes, uh, definitely. So, um, I think a good tactic which Emily put up was having Montreal and uh, Kolasinac play on one wing. So, they could assist. So, if uh, Montreal was... Uh, caught out in in the front, uh, Kulabsnajch could uh, come back and clear, and he did that a few times. Uh, uh, Prasad, what? Who was your standard standar player from this game? That that one player? Um,
0: Ashley and Niles. For yeah. me, I think it will be Ashley metal and Niles. Uh, uh just slightly ahead would be Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, obviously because he scored those two goals slow mo. Yeah. But Ashley Mitchell and Niles had a better. All-round performance because he was tracking back as well. Yeah, if you yeah. and he had to and protect did, the side yeah, of Mustafi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. and he didn't have uh, anyone tracking back with him because absolutely, Ozil generally uh, doesn't, doesn't track. Generally track back. And uh, Ramsey was kind of tracking Niang so there was there was no one to help him. Out, but he put out quite a shift, and I think he even I think he was the best player Why, yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, last night.
0: Yeah. yeah, so he had a pre assist to his name the, for the yeah. first goal. He had a goal in him and he was clearly helping out in defense as well in that second half where Rain kind of came out of the block flying yeah. and uh, were looking for that one goal that would have sent the game to extra time probably. Yeah. So a, an all-round performance and it's been a fabulous week for Arsenal mm-hmm. who beat Manchester United to move into fourth in the Premier League. And came, made a comeback from 3-1 down to win 3-0 in the second leg. So, that's 4-3 on aggregate. Yeah. So, Arsenal are through in the Europa League. They are fourth in the Premier League. And Shlomo, first loss for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in his reign at United. Yeah. Uh, his first domestic loss. They lost to PSG in the first leg. Sort of turned it around. We've discussed that last time. But uh, Ole Gunnar Solshar, what do you make of him? First loss, what would he be telling the players now? For the see the games that are coming ahead.
1: So uh, Manchester Manchester United they play Wolves in the mm-hmm. FA Cup and and I think it's fine that they, they they that was bound to happen the law of averages had to catch up with uh, United somewhere and I think uh, they will uh, regroup as a team and they should. Uh, I think they will why for for the Champions League uh, this season. They have reached the quarterfinals after a long long time. Absolutely. Um, Ole is a good manager, and he should. I feel he should be given the f- the full-time job at uh, Old Trafford. There are uh, reports of Gareth Southgate also being considered for the role <laughs> because of his exceptional uh, p- uh, performance uh, with, England? with uh, in, in in the World Cup. Uh, Last year.
0: It's no, no offense, yeah. but you know I really want Solsha to take over yeah. so that he can get exposed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. kind of promised we'll be unbiased, but hey, it's United, it's Arsenal, we hate each other. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be. Deal with it. Yeah. So,
1: uh, coming to the tunnel win versus United at the Emirates, Prasad, can you take us through the game and who was your standard player for that game too?
0: well uh, arsenal started the better they got the goal uh, where granit jaka swerved it so brilliantly that was Dahaya,
1: that a deya mistake um, was that
0: the wind yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was everything that yeah. was everything every bit of technique deya's mistake in judging and the wind that took it past him you can put in as many theories as you want but granit jaka clearly the man again to score against United at home and make sure, making sure that Arsenal again won 2-0. If you remember, we spoke about in the preview where we discussed the 2-0 win two years back. Yeah. And clearly, this was again a win over them. So, uh, Granit Xhaka was good. Also, United were very quick to sh- switch the formation then. Then they pushed Diego Dallo back and made sure that they had, uh, you know, two blocks of four. Also, they had uh, that pressing game on the wings as well. So what happened was, uh, Ole was very quick to switch and you know what happened later, isn't it? They had the clear-cut chances. Lukaku hitting the crossbar. Crossbar, And you had that one sensational Pogba pass to uh, Rashford. Or Lukaku. He had it to Lukaku, who gave it to Rashford. And then Zaka put in that last-ditch challenge where that could have been a clear goal. So United kind of had the better chances, I would say. But Arsenal were the ones who took their chances. And in the second half, it was pretty much united again. But Arsenal with that one moment where Lacazette looked to have been brought down by Fred.
1: Was that a penalty, Prasad?
0: 50-50, in my opinion, yes. Because that's a push. And uh, he's taken him off the ball. So, he's denied him a scoring opportunity. So, that's a penalty for me. Yeah. And uh, Lacazette very, very, very selfless to give the ball to Yang, who was clearly short on confidence yeah. and that kind of spurred him back. He looked at Dahaya, where Dahia was going and then put the ball in the back of the net. Same place like Spurs, but the difference being that he looked at the keeper. Yeah. And that clearly yeah. meant that he was going to score because he didn't want to make any mistakes this time. And you could see from the performance last night, the penalty where he converted gave him so much confidence, he was running all around yesterday.
1: Yeah. Um- now that the top four race has heated up and Spurs are on 61 points, Arsenal on 60 and uh, United on 58. Prasad, my question to you is, why are, why are people saying Spurs are having a good a, a good season because they have reached the Champions League quarterfinals? The same thing you can say for United, despite them having even sacked a manager. So um, why are Spurs still considered kind of the golden uh, boys of the Premier League? Well, uh, uh, Supro and
0: me were discussing this long back and we've uh, clearly mentioned it that they have a British core in them. They have their golden boy Harry Kane who they want to protect. Also, uh, they've kind of uh, put in a shift this season where they were clearly going on a run where they were winning games Without daily Ali Ericsson and Jungmin Son being away on duty, yeah. so they are in a posi- very good position right now. They faltered in the last two or three weeks, yeah. but uh, with the stadium depths and no signings this season, that's one of the reasons why Maurizio Pochettino's work has been applauded, and Spurs are clearly being applauded for that for their yeah. uh, uh, you know ability to grind out results when they don't have their key players. So that's one that's the answer to your question. Yeah. Well about United, they'll always be the club who has that massive amount of money, who go in the transfer market and spend a lot and uh, having sacked their manager, they saved their asses. <laughs> Otherwise we could have we could have seen them falter all the way down to the second half of the table. Who knows Jose's ego is so dangerous that he could destroy a club. Yeah. But that was a very good decision to sack him. So slow-mo... Let's get back to the Champions League night now. We have discussed the Europa and uh, United was last week. But the ex manchester boy, the golden boy, the ex-Real Madrid boy who loves playing against Atletico, the one of the greatest of all times, Cristiano Ronaldo scoring a hat-trick against Juventus. Deja vu, isn't it slow-mo? Yeah.
1: Um, he also scored a hat-trick versus them in the uh, 16, uh, the sixteen seventeen season of, of the Champions League oh, where wow. he that hat-trick at the Bernabeu was sensational. Um, also, this was also very similar to his Real uh, Madrid game versus Wolfsburg in uh, 2016 where he scored that hat-trick with them being uh, t- a tunnel down after the first leg. Absolutely. Uh, Ronaldo was uh, sensational. And uh, the first goal was, he was a poacher's goal. Absolutely. Just uh, came from Nova and uh, headed the ball in. Uh, I felt in uh, this game, um, an unknown who went below the radar because of uh, Ronaldo's uh, performance was Bernadeschi. Correct. Yes. I was coming there. he's, He's a young player and he got the penalty which was... I felt a clear penalty and a season, uh, yeah, yeah a tie defining you know, yeah a tie changing uh, moment. moment. and uh, he got the play running and he got the ball into the box for uh, Ronaldo uh, to attack
0: correct yeah. and you know Frederick, uh, Bernadeschi. Federico the Frederico Bernardeski has been that kind of player if you remember Allegri started him over Dybala. Yeah.
1: so he so kn- faith,
0: faith right? absolutely and he knew that the, what Bernardeschi offers there and uh Co Bernardeschi put in. I think the second best player after Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Obviously Ronaldo got the goals. He's yeah. he's that guy who has a winning mentality. When you see him in your side, you're beaming with confidence. Yeah. You know, and on a night Cristiano Ronaldo he loves these Champions League nights, man. Yeah. And um, Juventus clearly through uh, Diego Simeone kind of said that if uh, Juventus could overturn the tie, it's he would. Oh, <laughs> he would be selling watermelons in the street of. Streets of Madrid, where I think he's already begun. And uh, do you want to order a juice? Uh, it's pretty hot here. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> we should, we
1: should.
0: So, it. so slow mo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo show at Turin, yeah. and how can we forget the other goat that's been in conversation? And his name is Lionel Messi. He, uh, who needs no introduction? Cristiano Ronaldo with three goals. Lionel Messi with two goals and two assists as Barcelona thrashed Leon 5 1. Slomo, did you see a Leon upset or like the last week? Or like the last week upsets that happened? Or did you see a clinical Barcelona win coming?
1: Um, I expected Barcelona to uh, uh, progress to the Champions League. Uh, the quarterfinals, yes. Yes, sorry, the Champions League quarterfinals. And. Uh, he was, I feel, the best player. He is the best player in in the world at the moment. Uh, Messi, for his form, as only and only on his form, not on basis of uh, of the number of Ballon d'Ors or the history. But in the eighteen nineteen season, he has carried Barcelona through. Uh, Suarez has been very very inconsistent. Dembele has been playing a uh, uh, video games and scoring random goals versus Spurs, um, and. Uh, so, uh, and uh, Coutinho also, he chips in with the occasion goal, but he misses out on the big games in the Champions League. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Prasad, my question to you is, do Barcelona have the firepower to at least win the Champions League this season?
0: Um, that depends on how Messi plays. And uh, clearly, he's been the fulcrum of this Barcelona side yeah. as to whatever happens in their, uh, you know, going ahead. Yes. In the weekend, last uh, Saturday... They were down to Rayo Vallecano and then it was the Messi magic that got them back in it. If you look at at the Sevilla game, they were down. And then it was a Lionel Messi hat-trick that got them back. So, it's clearly been a Lionel Messi show. He's on course to winning the European Golden Boot and uh, a sixth Ballon d'Or award. So, uh, you know, there there have been a lot of debates where Cristiano and Messi fans keep on fighting. Well, we at the unofficial VAR would just suggest, just enjoy these two legends And, uh, you know, scoring hat-tricks week-in, week-out won't be as easy if you look at it when it's these two easy. are gone. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, slowmo Lionel Messi it's, is the fulcrum and he is needed. But uh, City, Man City, beat Schalke 7 <laughs> nil similar scoreline, but the German club being on the other end of a 10-2 aggregate score. <laughs> and um we also yeah. had one more game slow-mo this week in the champions league and yeah. do you know
1: what game that is <laughs> uh, That is uh, so uh, the champions league quarterfinals have four english teams uh, one spanish team one portuguese team and one team from the netherlands absolutely which other country is missing out a uh, powerhouse oh well we just forgot bayern who yeah. went out to liverpool yeah, so
0: that's yeah. what I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bayern Munich are out, yeah. Romo, the aging squad, we can't help it. Yeah. But Liverpool was sensational, isn't it? I mean, they weren't breathtaking, yeah. but they did their job. But they took their chances. Absolutely. Chance. And let's talk about that Sadio Mane goal, would oh, uh, you?
1: There was a ball from, from Van Dijk over the top. Uh, he t- uh, took it from the sky. A very uh, a Cruyff's turn and he chip the ball back into the net that was brilliant to see that was I feel the goal of the season until now in the Champions League absolutely which, I agree with you which is which is touches and that uh, deft uh, chip into the goal uh, uh, Bayern Munich briefly got into the game via uh, J- uh, Joel Matip own uh, goal both so the so all four the goals <laughs> two, the opening two goals of, of the game came via long balls from up okay. and and um, Ganabri, uh, Crossford, and Matip inadvertently put it back into his own net. Uh, the third Liverpool, the second Liverpool goal was a masterpiece at set piece uh, scoring. Uh, mm. um, yeah. Milner corner, which is he has got the most assists in, in the past two seasons, uh, James Milner, and a, a firm Van Dijk header. He scored four goals in his last two games for Liverpool, which is scary. With with the form he is in, absolutely. And the uh, last Liverpool goal was, and an, I think Sadio Mane is a, a, a is Liverpool's in in form player this season. Absolutely, he is uh, the
0: man in form. I mean, is not firing. Yeah. You have for me he, know who's in has, and out.
1: But Mane has compensated for for those two with his goals that Salah chip ball and his uh, diving header in into the net left. Neuer clueless. <laughs> and Bayern Munich out. Yeah.
0: So, clearly slow This is just the round of 16 and Bayern, Real Madrid, PSG are all out. Yeah. So, we have, we'll have we have a new winner this time. And, uh, you know, the eight teams in the Champions League are Spurs, United, Ajax, Porto. You have Real Madrid. Sorry, you have Barcelona. You have uh, Juventus. You have Manchester City and slow One more team. That I want you to say that happened in this... And it's Liverpool. Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool. I brushed my teeth slow-mo. Don't look at me (laughs) like that. (laughs) So, uh, slow-mo. Last eight of the Europa League. Um, Arsenal, Chelsea, Napoli, Benfica, Slavia, Praha. You have Villarreal. And you have... uh, Uh,
1: Red Bull Salzburg.
0: Oh, Red Bull Salzburg went out. You have Napoli. And... uh, Absolutely. And then you have Valencia. And uh, who can forget... Stanford. So, absolutely, who dumped out Inter. Yeah. So, it's going to be a cracking draw in a couple of uh, hours. And we are going to keep you posted on that as well on the unofficial VAR. Well, Slow let's go and describe what's there for our viewers on the weekend. And it's the Inter Milan versus Milan. That's the Milan derby. Slomo. Yeah. how significant is this game for both the clubs?
1: Uh, so... Inter, they have a lot of pressure on them. They have won only one game in their last five games. Uh, AC Milan, on the other hand, have won are on an unbeaten a- a- streak in the last 10 games. And uh, for AC Milan, this should be crucial because they could just seal up uh, that Champions League spot uh, despite their financial problems at the club. Hmm. Uh, a-, a quote in uh, 2018... Overturned a ban for them, which could have seen them not play European competitions Absolutely. for for uh, two years. So they want hmm. to uh, get back into the Champions League and also get that get that money to break even in in the Champions League. Uh, Inter Milan, on the other hand, have their own off-field problems with all the Acardi controversy. They don't have uh, Nanguland playing, and they got dumped out of the Europa League. They started the season very very. Strongly and uh, in in this fixture they will definitely miss uh, Mario vicari because he scored that winner versus ah, them. Correct, La- that was October. fixture. Yes. So uh, I I feel it's more favouring AC Milan uh, right now on current form and uh, status. Prasad, my question to you is: Is uh, Peotic the hottest striker in this area for now?
0: Period. Yes, he is eight goals in nine matches. Wow, and. AC Milan fans clearly don't miss Gonzalo Higuain don't they? <laughs> do they? And, uh to be very honest he's been the guy who's grabbed the opportunity as they say he's gone on and grabbed the brass ring he wants it more he's the fox in the box he's the poacher he's the guy who's getting at the end of things making sure that Milan are sitting comfortable in third spot well one point ahead of Inter but six behind Napoli who yeah. knows the second
1: place, uh, yeah. place
0: also might be up for grabs
1: because um... Napoli have been starting. Oh, in
0: absolutely. The and, you know, Juventus have that 18-point gap. So, yeah. Napoli kind of don't have anything to play for now. Yeah. So, yeah, PureTech has been in hot form. He might be the game-changer in this milan Derby, Slomo. Yeah. And um, that's what we want uh, to convey to our viewers that keep an eye on PureTech because he's been in top, yeah. top, top form. Well, yeah. Slomo, there, there's the oldest competition in world football and that's the FA Cup. Uh, a quick uh, info on the games. you have Wolves versus United, the game to watch out for. you have Swansea City mm-hmm. versus Manchester City, two cities playing against each other. you have Watford versus Crystal Palace and you have Brighton and Hughes and there's one team slomo that is a surprise. Can you guess the name of the team? Uh,
1: awesomesome M maybe
0: um, very close. Yes, it's Millwall. It's Millwall versus Brighton and you. (laughs) You're you're testing me, isn't it? (laughs) Prasad, Uh, open the app and tell me.
1: (laughs) Prasad, um, do you fancy... So, I have two questions. Do you fancy a Wolves win in the game versus United? Because this is at the Molyneux and Wolves have been a formidable side this season. They have uh, a very, very good uh, midfield and a forward in Jimenez so they are i feel they are a threat to a uh, united side mm. and uh, do you fancy a city quadruple this season the first question do i fancy a wolves win yes
0: i do because it's the fa cup it's a knockout competition it's a knockout game so anything happens it's on that day and wolves being the side that they are they are set up brilliantly to counter attack they have that compact shape at the back a 352 formation that Let's them overpower or overcrowd the midfield of the uh, against the opposition. They have Jimenez and Jota who are there equipped on the counter, and uh, Nuno Esposito has been magical this season. I mean, you are not always the beautiful football, but he's got his tactics results, right, and yeah. he's got results against the big six. If you, if I'm not wrong, yeah. So I clearly fancy a Wolves win, but hey, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has his magic on the other end, and he's just wi- lost a domestic game. His first. In the rain. So he clearly will be, you know, urging to his players to get back and book a semi-final spot in the in the FA Cup. And also Slomo, a city quadruple. Well, uh bearing the Champions League, I think they should go on to win the league. And they should win the FA Cup if they if Pep has his priority. I think Pep has his priority and the league now. Yeah. So he might rest his players considering that it's Swansea. But it's tough if they achieve a quadruple; it will be it will top the their previous season, isn't it? And Pep's not won a Champions League since the 2011, so that'll be like uh, cherry on top of the cake.
1: Will if if City uh, win the quadruple? Do you think this will match or even overtake um, United's treble winning of 2020?
0: <laughs> very very because tough.
1: City have had the financial uh, resources. Absolutely. And United in 99, didn't, didn't have that much. Absolutely. So that's and what I've been
0: getting at. Yeah, and we've, we're talking about two decades, isn't it? Yeah. Two different decades. We're talking about 1999 and 2019. Well, United had their own magic at that time. And we had they had one man who kind of pulled the rabbit out of the hat. And he was Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson. And he they also had those players then. And as you rightly pointed out, City have had the financial backing. So they have a, a well-equipped team. And that depth in the squad... So that they can rotate around. Pep has that leverage as we have spoken. He has four wingers. You have Sterling, Sane, you have Mahrez, Bernardo Silva plays there. So, hey, just it's like a menu card. Just go on and select the best food and you get it. <laughs> absolutely, it's like a menu card. Just select what you want and you get it. So, it's a tough decision. It's a tough question. It's up for debate. We can debate this. Sometime else, we we can also debate on the Invincibles (laughs) and uh, we can also ask our viewers to uh, give us a reply if they want to. So, uh, what a fun episode, Shlomo, this has been of the unofficial VAR. I've thoroughly enjoyed reviewing and previewing all the games that happen in the week. And to be very sure, the Premier League is also there for the taking this weekend. Everton faced Chelsea, that's the big game from the weekend, and you also have Fulham versus Liverpool as the other game well city united arsenal all their games have been postponed because of the fa cup and uh, don't forget the milan derby is here so yeah this has been a very 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 entertaining episode of the unofficial var episode number nine and this is your host prasad budkar and co-host slomo samuel signing out
1: bye-bye i hope you enjoyed this hub original podcast